You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. NFL, we are seven weeks away tomorrow from your opening NFL Sunday. Seven weeks from tomorrow, your opening NFL Sunday. So maybe a little bit of Jets and a little bit of Giants as well. Um, Olympics going on. In all fairness, in all honesty, uh, I think it's fair to say, for the most part, I do not care. Um, Here's what I was explaining to a friend yesterday. He said, uh, how into the Olympics are you? If I'm home and there's nothing else going on that I'm interested in, I will watch it. But I, it is not appointment viewing for me. I will not be out and say I've got to rush home to watch the 200-meter hurdles. Um, I don't care about water polo, Simone Biles' phenomenal story. I'm not going to rush to watch it. Um, the, the basketball men's and women's. Yeah. Again, if I'm home, I will watch it. It is hardly appointment viewing for me. I am somewhat, uh, I, I reflected back, you know, we get so upset. Oh God, we lost to Australia and how, how are we losing these games and w- what is wrong? Look at the roster they have. Look, I mean, Keldon Johnson, J- JaVel McGee, Jeremy Grant. I mean, stop it. I, I was looking back at the 92 roster and it's like, Barkley, Carmelone, Stockton, Ewing, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Chris Mullen. We have Keldon Johnson, Javal McGee, Jeremy Grant. I mean, here, here's the thing. I believe first team All-NBA, three of the five are not um, from here, right? Three, three of the five. So I don't know whether it's the fact we don't take it as seriously and care as much anymore or the rest of the world is just catching up, or both, and and it certainly might be. So, I don't know, Olympics for me, I, I keep an eye on what's happening, obviously, for, for my job, but I, I don't have tremendous care. I, I think, and, and maybe this is disrespectful, it's not meant to be, I truly believe that the Olympics are for the, like, the Midwestern housewife or the, the stay-at-home dad, or just the person that is not fanatical about sports. And, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you disagree, and you're welcome to, to tell me that I sound like a fool, 800-919-3776. I don't know. For, for me, I'm not a huge Olympics guy. I, I like the hockey. The hockey's great, because it's, it's, and, and the, the basketball's fine, uh, and the, the women's basketball's fine, and the soccer is, is fine. And, you know, there are certain things that are interesting, but is it appointment television? No. Now, for me, the Mets and Yankees, that's appointment television. And let's get into both, and we'll do it right now. At 800-919-3776. We start with, let's, let's start with the Yankees. because And this is always kind of my rule of thumb. The more dysfunctional gets more of the conversation. And the Mets are way more functional than the Yankees at the moment. First of all, and this is why it's funny, because you have these these products that are hyped and they're going to be great and look what they're able to do and, and you know, rising through A-ball and double-A and triple-A and he comes up and, and he, you know, he's supposed to be the sensation and the superstar. And then you have, um, and then you have Tyler McGill. And Tyler McGill is someone that you, you Maybe, maybe, if you really pay attention to that stuff, maybe have heard of Tyler McGill as he's rising through the ranks. Hardly is he considered an elite prospect. He was kind of a a desperation, kind of a stopgap. He's phenomenal. I mean, he has, and I'm not saying he's going to be great for a 15-year career, but he has completely saved your bacon so far if you're the Mets. And again last night, and that's a... If I said to you, who are the elite hitting teams around Major League Baseball? That's one of them. I mean, when you look at what they put on the field between Guerrero and Bichette and Springer, and that is an elite offensive team. Marcus Simeon, phenomenal player. That is a sensational offensive team. Six innings, shutout ball. Uh, You know, Mats allows the two-run homer in the first, and that's it, and away you go. So great win for the Mets last night. Feels like they've stabilized Taiwan Walker on the hill uh, in this one 
uh, this evening. Uh, I, I love the trade. I don't know how you couldn't love the trade, although here's how I feel. Here's my take on it. We'll get to the Yankees in a moment and the disaster that they are at 800-919-3776. It, it, and I, I feel like this around sports with teams that I look at and I say they're smarter than the other teams. Like when it's Belichick and the Patriots, they make a trade. My first thought is, well, you know what? You can't kill them because they're because they're the Patriots, because they are, in fact, so smart, because they are so ahead of the curve. And I feel similarly to Tampa, that everything Tampa does that we look at and we're just we shake our head. Right. We we just we shake our heads. How? How in the how in the world? How in the world could Tampa trade Chris Archer? Well, you know what? You look at that trade a couple years later. It's like, boy, they stole Meadows in that trade, huh? They stole in that trade. How in the world could they trade Blake Snell? You can't trade Blake Snell. Well, Blake Snell's not the same pitcher in the National League that he was in the uh, in the American League. I mean, this is a Cy Young Award-winning pitcher. He goes to the National League. He's fine. So they do it again, right? Charlie Morton, how, you can't move on without Charlie Morton. Think about what they lost. We sit here, and the Yankees fans, and, and Mets fans as well, you just complain. We're injured, and we don't have this, and we didn't spend money on this. All they do, all they do is trade good players, and somehow they get better. So they traded their starting shortstop, right? They, they traded um, one of their better pitchers, right, in Blake Snell, maybe their best pitcher in Blake Snell. They let Charlie Morton go. And now, and this is this is kind of, you know, a long version of, of the point I'm trying to make. Now they trade Rich Hill. Now, I just, I do not understand how they continue to do this because Rich Hill, I think it's fair to say, with Glass now on the shelf and being hurt for, for all, you know, maybe the rest of the season, Rich Hill's their best starting pitcher. And it just shows you how much they have, and they're always ahead of the curve, devalued the starting pitcher. I mean, when you look at what Rich Hill has brought to the table with that team, he's been phenomenal this year. And you're a team that's absolutely going to the postseason, and you can just unload your best starting pitcher? How in the world does that work? However, phenomenal. I, I love this move for the Mets. You trade Tommy Hunter, a double-A catcher, and you get a guy who goes from the American League, where it's clearly tougher, to the National League. He's a lefty. Love the move. For the Mets. Big fan. Although if I'm Rich Hill, I'm terrified that there's something wrong with me and I don't even know yet. Like the Rays are so far ahead of the curve. They seem to know everything that's either happening or has happened. And I'd be like, oh, God, like, am I going to uh, am I going to need Tommy John at some point in the not so distant future? Like, why is the team that's so ahead of the curve trading me away? Am I about to you know, get to an accident? Am I going to fall down the stairs? Right. Is something going to happen to my boat. Uh, that that would be my concern if I was. Uh, if I was Rich Hill, but I, I do like the trade a lot from the Mets and, of course, walk around the mound, and we'll see about DeGrom. I mean, the, there's still concerns about him, although it sounds like he's throwing the ball a little bit, so uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, he's back. Uh, the Yankees, I, I don't, I feel like it's the same conversation every week, and and I love the Yankees fan who will call. See, we, we have two types of Yankees fan. The, they're done, they stink, what an embarrassment, or no, 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 you're, you're just missing it, um, they're going to be they're going to be fine. When? When are they going to be fine? I mean, I understand that your lineup last night was horrendous. I get it. Okay? But here's the thing. You blew the game epically the night before. You're out there last night. You have a one nothing lead against Eduardo Rodriguez. He, and I haven't seen an update on him. I guess he wasn't feeling well, which is concerning because he's a guy that had you know, the myocarditis with the COVID-19. So he, not feeling well, uh, they take him out of the game. They bring up Valdez, a guy I, I'm not even familiar with. I know nothing about. And they bring him into a situation where it's second and third, nobody out, one nothing Yankees. So you can step on their throats. You, you can make it 3 nothing. Garrett Cole on the mound without a hit. And they get nothing. They get no, and I understand that it's Gittens and, and Lamar and, and Allen, but you can't give me a, a ground ball to short. You can't give me a fly ball that brings in a run. They get nothing. It stays at one nothing. And and listen, Cole, I understand your frustration. He's supposed to be the best pitcher in the American League. He's a guy that you rely on. You're up one nothing, and your thought is find a way to hold it. So it gets tied at one. Then Devers hits the home run. So he was not great. 
I mean, as much as Cole battled, five innings, three runs, all earned, that's not great. That's not great. All right, you got to be better if you're Garrett Cole. But I think the Yankees lost that game last night in the second inning. Up one nothing, second and third, nobody out, nothing, nothing, nothing. So you get the two versions of the Yankees fan. You get the, you know what, we're going to be fine. I mean, you, you look at the standings. It's really, it's really not that bad, right? We're only four and a half behind Oakland, and we're a game behind Seattle. That's it. We have to leapfrog two separate teams, and that's it. So you have that faction of the Yankees fan, and then you have, we stink. Fire Cashman, fire Boone, trade Judge. This is a disaster. I'm not of mindset number two, but I am of mindset, this is a disaster. The, of any team in any sport, this is probably the one team heading into the season that if I said you have to put every dollar that you own on one team to make the playoffs, which team would it be? In any sport, Chiefs, Yankees, anybody, anybody, Islanders, Capitals, Penguins, Bruins, you name it, any team, any sport, Lakers, Suns, Knicks, tongue-in-cheek, right? Yankees. Yan- Yankees were the team. And, and they are so far on the outside looking in. And if I have to hear anyone today, I'll tell you what's going to set me off. Well, we still have a chance at the division. You know, Boston's not that great. Boston owns you. Boston has embarrassed you this year. And you got two more with Boston, and now you got three with the Rays. These next five, if you go one and four, in these next five, it's hard to envision the Yankees recovering from that. Why? This is a bad team right now. And I get it. I know the built-in excuses are there. Look at, look at the bottom of the order. You know what? Find a way. You're desperate. Find a way. You have a one nothing lead, second and third, nobody out. Find a way. And that is kind of the, the, the tagline of the Yankees in 2021. They never find a way. They never find a way. Four-run lead, five-run lead, ninth inning, collapse. Other night against the Red Sox, collapse. Last night, one nothing lead, chance to blow it open. Don't get it done. They never find a way. 800-919-3776. I mean, we're a week away. Today's what? Today's July 24th. Deadline is next Saturday, July 31st. You're going to be buyers? You're going to go all in? You think you really have a chance at the postseason? Division, forget it. Top wild card, forget it. Can the Yankees be five games better? Five games better than the Oakland A's for the remainder of the season. That Therein lies your question. The answer, I'm not so sure. 800-919-3776. We'll get into what's going on in the NFL uh, with this vaccination is just wild stuff. Guys are literally losing their jobs over it. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, obviously, the Mets, who feels like they've stabilized, added Rich Hill. Good signs for the Mets. One week away from the trade deadline with them and the Yankees. And we start with the dysfunction. That is the Yankees. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. This is what we do in the 915 segment, the second segment of the show, because he's such an, uh, an, an integral. Is it integral? Yeah, it is. That's, I think, how you say the word. Integral part of the show, and that is my, um, maybe my best friend, uh, Ty D. Butler, the new daddy. Good morning, Ty. How are you? Good morning to you, sir. Almost Godfather David Rothenberg, but we figured out last week you didn't quite fit the criteria we were looking for, but... You know, almost isn't all that bad. I think sometimes that word takes on a negative connotation, but it's, they're still an accomplishment. What are you, what are you looking for? Have you, have you, l- let me throw this out there for you. So I, I was pitching to be Ty's uh, baby's godfather, and it feels like that has been denied. Have you chosen a godfather? Uh, we have not done that just uh, yet. So, so it's still open for me. I mean, it's still open, but you've been disqualified. You're no longer eligible. If, if I were – now, I think that my stance on football is what really keeps me from, from getting the role, sure. the nod, right? Sure. If I were to have a, a do an about-face and say, you know what, if he needs me on a football Sunday, I, I will leave everything and come help him, Does, yeah. would that – Yes. So we're not going to treat this like a, a, a drug test, like a failed drug test. You're, you're disqualified forever. Like there's a chance that if 
some sort of behavioral change takes place, we can get you back in the running. Okay. Let, let me let me just just for the record tell you there is no chance okay. that that kid needed me at one o'clock on a football Sunday so, that I would drop whatever right, I had so to the, do. The conversation is Brenda move. By the way, um, I'll, I'll play producer here and tease this for the ten o'clock hour. I want to yeah. maximize the listening audience potential. Uh, there's a lot that's taking place this week uh, in the, on the station. Uh, very disappointed in you. You become me? yes, you become a a topic of conversation. A lot's going on in the. Well, don't you world. see what happens? I am such a, a an interesting figure that there's almost not a show at the station that can't hear or see things that I'm doing that want to run to that to discuss it. Yeah, but there is to me some some blame that's going to go in your direction in terms of how you've handled the criticism. Oh, I'm, is that I'm, right? I'm very disappointed in you. Oh, and again, no. 10 o'clock hour. We'll, we'll get how, to how, like disappointed like a talking to? Disappointed like our, our relationship is fractured? No, how no, no, disappo- no, no, no. It, no. It, it really has nothing to do with me. I, I'm concerned about how you're being treated here at the station. You've got the weight jokes. Now I hear there's a, a top five of, of solo hosts. You're no longer number one. You're not Well, I don't think it two. was solo hosts. I think it was just host in period. Yeah, but you used to be number one. Well, I mean, because Don had a misstep with his, with his top five is not my fault. You're not. You're not even like number two. You've dropped all the way down to number three, and you could argue the only reason why you're still in the top five is because you built so much equity. And, no, I don't and think the, so. I think I, I think I'm sensational. Here's what I'm going to do to you. What's that? Here, in the 10 o'clock hour, when we switch into the top five and, and whatever it is that you, you deem necessary to, to take shots at me for, you're going to give your top five list at the oh. station. Oh, yeah, you are. I don't know. Yes, I, you are. Oh, see, yes, you are. But that's going to take – it takes me some time to, take to some, come up Not till that. the 10 o'clock hour. In the 10 o'clock hour, you are go. listen, Rick did it. I did it. Don did it. You're going to do it. You are now a host on the station. You have equity here. That's, you're doing it. That's a tough one. Well, it may be tough. It's tough. It was tough for Don. It was tough for me. It's tough for Rick. I expect you to do it. Now, are we including people on the network like the Mike yes. Greenberg? Yes, Greeny, Fitz, absolutely. Okay. Sarah That's Spain, a- oh all of them. God. That's a tough one. Max Kellerman, all of them. All of them. Uh, all right. Uh, listen, if you're going to, you know, challenge me in that way, I can't run from it. So, uh, no. whatever, I'll have to do it. But there's, there's a lot of heat you're going to take from me. I'll just That's say fine. That. That's fine. I'm, 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 you know what? I have vacation coming up on Monday. So a- any of the heat, I will, I'll be lying at more Lake George. More vacation time. I, no one in the world has more vacation days than, than Dave Rothenberg. This guy, I mean, barely works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what a, what, a, what a dumb thing to say. There's almost <laughs> nobody that works harder at the station than me. There's, and no for one, you to... there's almost no one who works harder at the station than you. Every time I come here on a Saturday, it's like, oh, someone's feeling. Let's play the Dave Rothenberg show open. And then so, uh, in for Dave You just took a month off. I had a baby. Oh, so? So, what are you taking? So, uh, listen, and I didn't I didn't abuse you for it. What are you taking a week? What do you need to do? What do you need to We're do? We're going this? on. So, so let me see if I understand this. Okay. I have a, are you familiar with this word? A, a contract. Yes? You know that? Yes. Okay. Very familiar. In my contract, I get X amount of days to take off. Okay. Should should I not take them? No, no, no. Did I Michael think... K. take his vacation? Was well, he I'm... out for a week plus last week? Now, I mean, very aggressive, putting yourself in the same sentence. As I'm not pu- I'm, all sure. I'm doing is Rick taking vacation. He is. Did Canty take vacation? Okay. Did Don take vacation? But if Does he... Peter take vacation? Did Carlin take vacation? Everyone takes vacation. If you're going to hold yourself to the high standard that is the number one host on the station, I think that you should set a precedent. We don't need vacation time. My precedent is in order to have good health and and a positive mindset moving forward, you must clear the mechanism during the summer and, you know, kind of reload and get ready for football. You wouldn't want me tired out by the start of football season. Yeah, but I mean the Yankees are still playing the Mets. You know what? Here, here's the, the Yankee about. stick. Okay, really. <laughs> the, the the here's my analysis, and you can play this next week when I'm not here. <laughs> okay. The Yankees stink, and they're going nowhere. All right, you can play that on July 24th. You can play tonight? that on July 31st. You can play it on August 7th. The Yankees stink. What else? What, what else do you need a take that will tonight? last for weeks? What if the Yankees win tonight? Oh wow! What what do you want a parade? <laughs> we got the Olympics coming up. I don't. I just told you I don't care about the Olympics. Uh, Next, a lot of people are offended by that comment you made. Well, that's fine. Do you love the Olympics? <laughs> not really. I mean, I'm into all right. Exactly. Ba- you I'm don't care either. Ba- I'm into the basketball, but I can't wait though. to. I mean, give me a break. I looked at the roster. Really looked at it yesterday, and I compared it to the '92 <laughs> Dream Team. <laughs> what an that. embarrassment! <laughs> Listen, you got more. Important Jeremy Grant, 
Keldon Johnson, JaVale McGee. Oh, come on. Now, look, these guys like LeBron, Steph, you know, they're making the same argument that you just made. I, I need to be recharged, locked and loaded for next season. You're going to take and, and you de- And you destroy me for it, so I want to hear you destroy Steph. Go. Go ahead. You're, you got go, a point there. Go, you go got, after you, Kyrie. Go after Steph. Go after these guys. Kyrie doesn't even play regular season games. You want well, to you know what? Overseas? Doesn't matter. Represent the country, baby. <laughs> Bring the sage to the world stage. <laughs> How about that as a tagline? That's a good one. Bring the sage to the world stage. All right. Can we get to a couple calls without you hammering me anymore? Let's, I'm not hammering. Not I mean, I bring you me. on. Say maybe my best friend. You you come on and you all you do is take shots. Let, uh, taking You're shots. You're very unkind. That's the relationship we have. We can get to calls. A lot of Yankee fans want to. Very hear. very unkind. I'm the nicest which guy upsets, over me. Which upsets me. And you're a new dad, and you're still so unkind. Well, because I'm not getting an, a lot of sleep. So you I'm think cranky. that's what it is? I'm cranky. All right, can we get to some of the calls? Let's do it. A lot of cranky Yankee fans want to weigh in, man. I'm sure, and I'm sure they're not going to be happy. Let's go to a, Is this right, Earn? Is this this is the name? That not is Earl, Earn? Earn in Brooklyn. Good morning, Earn. Good morning, Dave. Yeah, it's short for Ernest. I just want to say I'm a Met fan. I love the direction the Mets are going in. As far as the Yankees go, it's their philosophy. You want to blame them? They 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 uh, hired a whole bunch of sluggers. They don't do small ball. So of course, during the regular season, they look halfway decent. But now it's even worse. They have a bunch of people. They're not athletic. If they can't hit the ball over the fence, they're done because they don't even know how to bunt. The couple of times when they did small ball, they actually won a game. And of course, they went back to the same old thing, and now they're losing again. Um, is it too early to do stump Rothenberg? Oh, it's it's too early, Ernest. Yeah, ten thirty is when we start yeah. stump Rothenberg. Ten thirty. Oh, ten thirty. Because I had a good one. If you wanted to hear it, it's just a little. Easy well, why don't you call back? Call, call back day. at like ten fifteen. Get on hold, and and you can play then. Okay, you got it. But I, I love the fact that the Mets, with all our injuries and everything, and we can't hit home runs to save I our lives. I get it, Ernest. I get But here, here's the thing, and this is not right. Thank you for the phone call, and I look forward to you calling back with your epic question, okay? Don't do that. Don't don't be, I, I'm the Mets fan, and I love what the Mets are doing, and I love that this is happening to the Yankees. Or, I mean, I guess you can. But I don't know. I, I would say, you know, just enjoy that the Mets are, are good. Enjoy that the Mets look like they're heading in the right direction, that they're adding pieces, that money's not an issue. Here, here's a thought, Ty. In all sincerity, be, being completely honest and sincere, are you jealous of the Mets? No, I'm not. No, no, I'm being serious. No, because I'm, the, I'm serious. I mean, Steve Cohen has said, if I'm going to go past the threshold, I'll, I'll run past it. Like, I'm not worried about money, non-issue, bring in a guy, go over the threshold. Spend tons of money, non-issue. You're not jealous of that a little bit? No. So here's why I'm not jealous about the Mets. It's a fair question. It is a very fair question. And it's also a premature one because you can ask me this in October. The Mets are in game five of the World Series on the cusp of winning. Then I would say, yeah, I, I'm jealous. I don't think they're winning a championship team. Uh, oh, I agree with you. The year. Mets are not a championship team. But I, but I will say this. That the Mets' future is brighter than the Yankees' that, future. That is an argument you can make and not one that I would I would disagree with, uh, considering the, the talent on your roster. But if if we enter a season where the conversation is, you know, Mets going to the World Series, who's going to challenge them, then I'll say I'm jealous of them. And that's not to say that it can't happen. Like in 2015, before the season, who, predict, who predicted they'd be in the World Series? No, you're Series? right. Listen, w- w- could, you expect the Mets to win the division, right? Yes. Okay, if they win the division, they'd get Milwaukee in a five-game series. You give them a pretty good chance to win of that course. series. With that rotation, assuming DeGrom comes And back. you got to assume that they're going to add more to the team by, by the deadline. So yeah. you, you think they have a pretty good chance to win that series. Of course. And then you're in the NLCS going up against the Dodgers, the Padres, or the Giants. Yeah. And I would say, like, I, I know the Mets have been one of the worst offensive teams in baseball, but, like, you look at the talent that uh, with Alonzo and, you know, McNeil and Conforto and Lindor, at some point they've got to – it has to click, right? And, and if figure. it does for a month, then all of a sudden you're talking about a team that could win a title. It's I don't want to go too far, like, but – And any sport is like this. Just get hot at the right time. But I don't think it's it's completely out of the realm to think the Mets could compete for a World Series this year. I don't think they'll win it. I agree with you. But I don't think it's it's a, a wild thought but and a wild conversation. But if it does happen, I'll be jealous. Yes, for sure. Oh, how good would that be? All right. 
You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right, Ty. So Don, with his very ruffling of feathers list to start this whole thing, top five hosts at the station. Uh, he had me three. What, do you have Don list in front of you? Uh, I, I can pull it up. For I, you. I think he had uh, he had Han one, one, Carlin two, two you me three, Gordon, Gordon four, four, and Larry five. five. Correct. Yes, that that's Don's list. And then Rick did his list yesterday, and, and you have his in front of you, right? Oh, I had it in front of me, but now I got to pull it back up. But we well, can why would it. you get rid of it? We can we can pull it up quickly. All right, so here was Rick's list: K one, Greeny two. Rothenberg three, Han four, Carlin five. Okay, and Your then list, you can go through what I what I gave as well. Not all that shockingly, but Rothenberg ranks himself number one. Uh, K because I'm honest, <laughs> and, and and you people are turned off by honesty, and that that's fine. Go ahead. K number two, uh-huh. uh huh. Donnie number three, Green Green four. The list rounds out with Allen at number. Five. Now let me ask you a question before you give your and I, and you're not going one to five by the way. You're going five to one to build the drama. Let let, let me ask you this, okay? When you if if you saw the list that I gave, and it was given by Peter Rosenberg, would you have an issue with it? No, I don't take any exception to your list. It's just it's a good list. Self-aggrandizing to, to put it's yourself honest. number one. It, I get it. It's you better gotta, than Don's list. You've got to have confidence. It's better than whose whose list is better, mine or Don's? <laughs> whose list is better? Yeah. Like which one would if I? If you say had is to say accurate? I agree with this list more, would it be mine or would it be Don's? I would say yours. Exactly. Yeah, but but again, you're you're taking the most important element from it, and that's you're putting yourself number one. I'm I, listen. It's just if weird. You said, if, it's, it, it's not weird. It's not weird at all. If you said, Dave, who is the most technologically savvy at the station? Give me the list of five. I wouldn't put myself there. If you said, who is in the best shape of the people at the station? I wouldn't put myself there. If you said, who is someone that you would you, you would feel most comfortable? Um, you know, watching athletic events with, sporting events with, I wouldn't put myself there. But if you say, who is a top host at the station, I think I do a good job. I think I'm a good host. But according to Don, you've lost some some luster, a little bit off that fastball. Well, Don doesn't even have himself in the top five, so who is he to judge? Well, he's humble. No. He, he's, he's no I, think he's, I think he recognizes that, you know, maybe I've lost a little bit, but he, he's like Bartolo Colon at this point. Where he's, <laughs> he's, lost, he's lost a whole heck of a lot. He's Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you ready for this list? Because yeah, we st- five, we st- I want you to start with five. You still have to get to uh, the criticism that I have for you. We'll get, we'll get there. All right, so five. at number five, I think one of the most disrespected talents we have here at the station, incredibly versatile. I mean, you can talk anything with. This am I guy. am I going to have to hear you go forty five second introduction on every at person? At number by the five, way. I've got my guy Peter Rosenberg just dropped an album. Make sure you go check out Real Late Album on Apple Music. But Peter's number five. Number four. I've got the great a guy I idolized. Oh my up. God! Can you give us a list? Idolized growing up, um, Mike Greenberg's number three, number four. Okay. <clears throat> number three, he is the host of the PM Drive Show here at the station. He is Michael K. Okay. At number two, here's where the controversy comes in. It's tough. It's really tough. One and two are like neck and neck, but I feel like number one is on such a hot streak. So I, know, two, I know what I know what you're gonna do. I I can tell you right now what you're gonna do, and you know you're gonna annoy me. But go ahead. Number two, I've got the great, the the talented, the articulate David Rothenberg. And number one on this list, I I, I think he's had a Giannis like run the last mm-hmm. couple of months on Morning Drive. You can find him everywhere. The voice of ESPN Radio, I would call him. Currently on vacation. That is the great Alan Hahn. Well, I don't know why he had to throw out the shot of currently on vacation. He's on vacation. He's enjoying. Well, so what? He's enjoying himself. He's oh, so, so he. No, that's fine. So he enjoys himself on vacation. I take vacation. Well, you I take get too many days old. off. Alan's not taking a lot of time. He's oh, doing no, Knicks he games no at night and co- getting up early. All to, right. To, so to a- Alan, Alan, number one. I'm too. You know what? I don't. I don't think that's terrible. So I think Alan. you have Alan too high, to be honest. But I don't. Of I don't have a major issue. That. All right. So so if I flip flopped and I had Alan at two and you had one, would you say Alan's too high? Yes. So you just don't value Allen. I value Allen a lot. I think that he's absolutely a top five host. But you, you just have him at number five. Yeah, I, ha- I I gave you my list. I had him at five. Right, just yes. to recap, I've got Allen, Dave, Kay, Greeny, and Peter. It's not bad. Not a bad list. It's not a bad list. And I, but I, it's it's such an uncomfortable experience. And that's the beauty of the list. You know, like we're it. not trying to make friends here. 
But We're not trying to make friends. We're trying to egos. create entertaining radio and content, and it's a content creator. Which, but here's the here's the problem, especially in, we do this in sports. Like if you go MJ's better than LeBron, all the LeBron people will take it as you're saying LeBron sucks. We're, we're not saying no, that. Listen, to be top five, if you're anywhere on the top five, you have climbed Mount Everest. No, I'm I saying mean, if you, you have... didn't make the top five, it doesn't mean you're bad. Well, it's... no, you're saying like Rick and, and Anita and, and Canty and, 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 and the other, like you just think, don't think they're that talented. And that's fine. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not what I'm saying That's at what all. you've chosen. And, and I don't, listen, I'm not here to disagree with you. I think your list is, is legitimate. But I think I, you did a good job. There are different, but like Gordon's the funniest we have at the station. I think no. Don's the best play-by-play guy we have at the station. So how like dare there are you? different, what do you mean how dare so you, you? I mean, you, you, so you just took a shot at Kay. You think Don that's is a better play-by-play sh- voice than how? Kay? How is ranking someone above another person taking a shot at the guy that you ranked uh, uh, above them or below them? I, I just listen to Don do radio play. I, I think radio play-by-play, play, it's tough in itself. To do that Don with great. hockey, I think Don's fancy. I think he's the best we have at the station when it comes to play-by-play. If you could no be argument. stranded on a desert island with one person at the station, who would it be? One person? If I could be stranded on a desert island with one, and it has to be talent? Uh, yeah, because uh, nobody's going to know who, like, Steve Hart is. <laughs> um, I'd pr- You know what? I'd probably go Alan Hahn. Really? Yeah. We, okay. We're just so So you have a thing. Well, you we, have a thing for Alan. We have similar interests. It'd be yeah. Alan or Peter. Peter would be dope, too. Dope. Not wifey? Uh, you said I had to be a talent <laughs> at the station. You. All right. Uh, I'm gonna, I want to get to a couple calls, and then I'm going to tell you what Rick said about you, which I thought and was— And i got to tell you why you had a terrible week. Okay, oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to have a great week next week because I'm on vacation. 800-919-3776. Maybe I'll send you a postcard from Lake George. Oh, you're going to Lake George? Yeah. I didn't know you were sharing that. If you're going to go on vacation, why not go all out, like cross-country or, you know, out of the country? Well, even. we're going for four days. Just no, we're not. We're days? not flying. We're not doing flying trips yet. Okay. We're just not doing it. Um, And, and by the way, Uh-oh. how about this? T- Santiago yesterday, our producer in the, the morning drive show, Tell Santiago, he said, what are you doing for vacation? So going to Lake George. He had no idea what Lake George was. Wow, that's that's a, a little embarrassing. Right? Yeah. No idea what Lake George was. All right, let's go to Hammer, my guy. Hammer in the Bronx. Good morning, Hammer. You're on 98.7 ESPN. What's going on, Dave? What's going on, Ty? The quick question for Ty first. Are, are you surprised that Dave didn't go full on Dylan and put himself in the top five down the board. I, I thought about that. I, I, I can't go that. five to one. It, it legitimizes the list. <laughs> I can tell you right now with my top five, I would definitely have you as number one. It's always an honor and a privilege to talk to you. You and your guys, um, Canty and BPH, really got me into doing a podcast of my own, covering the Mets, covering the Raiders and uh, other sports. So I definitely have you as my number one. I would have to put... Anita Marks is too. I love her football knowledge. I love shoot uh, talking football and fantasy football with her. K3, uh, Alan Hahn, four. And I'd probably put Rick at number five. Just dude is funny as hell. Like, he is funny. Straight comic relief. Even hanging out with you guys two years ago uh, at City. He, he is just he's one of those people you always want to have at your side for comic relief, no matter what the situation may be. But um. I was calling to talk more about the Mets. I did a podcast uh, just before the season started with my predictions, and I had the Mets winning the division, and rightfully so. They're at the top right now. I love what Steve Cohen's done. I know he had a three- to five-year plan of them winning the World Series. I was very happy and pleased with the trade they made for um, Rich Hill the other day. I I don't know how you could be pleased. Uh, You have a lot of people that are already out there. Why? He's this. He's that. Like, no. It was a good trade. It definitely will help the pitching rotation for the time being. I really feel that there's some other moves that need to be made by Friday. I'm hoping I'm shooting for either Chris Bryant or Javi Baez. Javi Baez has a relationship with Lindor. Um, while Lindor is still out, you could put him at short. When Lindor comes back, you put him at second and have a double play. Uh, you put Baez at second and have a double play tandem. It was a great way to start off the 11-game homestand last night. Mego looked amazing. I'm glad he got his first major league win. And Alonso hasn't lost a step since the All-Star no, break. No, since uh, the home he run wins, derby, he's been He wins the home run and derby. He's home runs at home now, which is great. Year, and four home runs in seven games since the All-Star break. So things are looking up. 
Do I see a World Series? I'm optimistic about that. We're going to control the division. We're running the table the rest of the way. I would love to see us make it to the World Series. If we play the Brewers in the first round, yeah, we're taking that. I saw DeGrom go lights out in the doubleheader a few weeks ago at City Field. That's not let's not let's not just jump to that. You know, we're taking that series. That's not an easy series. They have three legitimate starters and they have a, a terrific bullpen. Now, offensively, they're not great, but the Brewers are no no walk in the park. Let's win the division. Can we stop with the, you know, we get to the World Series. Let's, let's just take one day at a time, please. But it's exciting. Oh, it's exciting. 800-919-3776. All right, I will tell you, Ty, why Rick uh, destroyed you. And not only did he destroy you, he was angry at me for allowing you to say this kind of stuff. You know what also got lost just now in this segment? You just called Don LaGreca the Bartolo Colon of ESPN. That, how, well, how disrespectful of you. Uh, no, no, no. What I what I meant is, if he doesn't have himself on the list of top five, maybe he's losing something off the fastball. It was not meant as a uh, as a physical appearance no, kind of okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. Just just want to make sure. You know, we got a lot of listeners out there. No, no, no. At it was not. It was if if he doesn't have himself. And I think this is fair. If he doesn't have himself in the top five on the list, then maybe he's done. As is Bartolo Colon. Well, Bartolo Colon did hit a home run in, in San Diego, so he, he had that going for him. So he did have that going for him. It was not. It was. It, and I because I know this is going to be a thing, and I I want this to be understood. It was not meant as a physical shot at Don. Uh oh. Okay. It I was think not. everyone should tweet at Don and let him know what Dave said about him. I'm sure they will, and that's fine because you know why? I'll be on vacation. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right, Ty, you want to know why Rick just destroyed you this week? Let's hear it. I'm, I'm uh, excited. And, and I think you're crazy as well, but I defended you because it's your opinion to have this take, although I, I think you're wrong. He is so perplexed, angry, frustrated, and blamed me for allowing you to say such stupid stuff. And what is it? That you could, could um, hit the ball off of Jacob DeGrom. Okay, so make sure we're phrasing this correctly. It's not right. hit the ball. It's, it's If you get 10 pitches uh-huh. off of Jacob DeGrom, can you make contact? Now, no obviously way. the answer is no. But yeah. I, what I said was, if you allowed me to square up for a bunt 10 straight times, I think not, I'm not going to get a hit, but I'm going to make contact. Like a, I'm not fou- sure. a tip, I don't a think foul so. tip. You I think, think that's so. a crazy take? I think it's crazy. It's yes. crazy to no, think. I didn't. I didn't attack you, and I think it's as awful. Like he, he was taken aback by it. But he, be, he was angry by it. He, he was. I mean, he was just. It was interesting I'm, the way he attacked you. If but I'm saying, I think you're wrong. If I'm saying that I can record a hit off of Degrom, obviously that's like that's lunacy. If he throws you the slider, the, you, you just. You, I mean, the 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 fastball up and in, Ty. I'm, there's no chance. I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to record a hit if I square I, you're not for touching a bunt. The ball. You don't think I'm touching the ball if no. I square for a bunt? No. Ten straight times. I do not. You don't think I can? I, just I make think contact. you would. Uh, for two things, a, the I think ball, be, the ball at no at no point is ever going to hit the bat. I, I think you'd be terrified. I think I do not think you realize how fast the ball is coming in at you. The guy throws a hundred miles an hour. I get it. I All right. understand that. I think you'd be. Ter- I think there's a chance that you you might need an adult diaper. An when adult you did this. diaper, not a, not a newborn diaper. Well, no, I don't All think right. that'd fit you. But in an adult diaper, you absolutely would would be decked out in that. And I think I don't think I, it's a crazy take to suggest. I that think it's if crazy. I had ten chances to bunt against the ground, no. I'm not going to bunt for a hit. I'm just going to make con- like the ball, the bat. Uh, you know is what I would love? I would once. love us to set up with just someone who listened that could throw. And I don't know how many people are like this. That could throw like in the mid nineties. Like someone who was a college pitcher who had real gas on it's the fastball. Tough. I just, you know, I, I, I don't I think you do it. With it. By the way, um, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't destroy you like Rick. Rick. Rick blamed me. He blamed me for turning you into this. I was like, he's his own man. He can have his own opinion. I don't think it's a hot take, but can I blame you for something? Sure. Because I tuned in a lot to the station this week, various yeah. shows. And the stories are what? Like, you got the Bucks winning the championship in an historic fashion, what Giannis did. You got the Yankees imploding. The Mets are doing well. You know, preseason or training camp is upon us in the right. NFL. With all that going on, we have Dave Rothenberg somehow becoming a big topic of conversation. Uh, this is what happens. Now, I so, – so why is he talked about? Well, the weight that he's gained – like, people are taking shots at you for it because you're now at, what, like 231? What is it? 
Uh, see, uh, you know what? I was listening to you. I was digesting what you were saying. It was fair. And then you go there. Now but you've where, lost my where are you? Where are now you? Now you've, uh, you've lost my interest. But to be where honest. are you? Where are uh, you? 209. Okay. And the goal is to get to 190. Correct. So I would say that if you polled everyone on the station, you'd have about like 2% of people who are confident you can get there. I don't think so. Even Kay said he thinks I'll get to 190. Well, he's, I, I said, well, he said you got no chance to get to 190. No, no, no. He said I will get to 190. He's going to starve yourself. He said he's crazy enough to do it. But you're going to do it in an unhealthy fashion. Oh, absolutely. So my point is you got all – like you would think that coming off of what was a successful run for the, the DCR show in, in the book, top five finish, you should be at your apex as far as public approval rating and respect. But it feels like it's going the other way because we got people taking shots at your weight, and that's not just the case show. It's your own teammates. Well, I, I like think here's Chris the beauty of Rick. Me. Here's the beauty of me. Rick will take shots at anybody. I am such a talent, and I am so highly thought of at the station that I am constantly within conversation. Like, you don't – never brought up. They don't take shots at Canty because Canty's just he's – just, he's, he's a good, solid host, but he's not <laughs> – he doesn't move the needle like I do. I'm a needle mover. I make people want to dive into discussion, bring me into the afternoon drive show, bring me – I mean, I – how about this? Did you hear – I got a text from Greeny's producer. Wow. Saying, you've totally hijacked our show here. Have you? Now, what yeah, was. And you might not have heard this. So, on Debbie Duhame does the traffic on our show she does. and does it phenomenally. And, she, and I'm listening to her do the traffic. And she says, um, at the Vince Lombardi rest area in New Jersey, there is a backup or something, right? And I'm listening to that. And I thought to myself, hmm. Why don't I have a rest area named after me? <laughs> so we come back from break and I get into this conversation and the guy's like, why would you have a rest area? And I was like, why? Look at some of the rest areas. And we ran through the rest areas. And we got into it. Greeny spent half an hour on his show and to his credit, gave me credit for the idea, but discussed rest area. What's more flattering? A rest area named after you, a mountain named after you, a dish at a restaurant named after you. So don't you see what I do? I'm a content provider you for people are, at the and station. You also had Carlin taking shots at your weight. Well, that's—I mean—that's you know. Now, I don't know what one, to say to that. I'm not one to body shame, but feels a little weird for him to do that. My point is this: I think that there are times you can look at someone disrespecting you, and you can say that person is just disrespectful. It's their character, but you can also look at the person being disrespected and saying, like, is there something about them that doesn't warrant them being? praised or, or respected the way that they should be. I think you're going about this the wrong way. All these people taking shots at your weight is fine. How about you challenge them to an athletic competition? I challenged Carlin to a weight off. A one-on-one basketball, three-point shootout, home run derby. Like, all these people who want to take shots at you for your in your inability. I, I, ch I challenge anyone challenge at the station them. to any racketed game. Any game with a racket, pickleball, ping pong, tennis, anything. But it doesn't have to just be those sports. Well, that's the, like if, that's my best sport. Like if Kay's going to take a shot at you, say, hey, look, Michael, let's have a home run derby. Hit your boy Howl up. Yankee game at 7 p.m. Let's open the, nah, open the gates at 1030. K Yankee Stadium. You and Kay in a home run derby? I think no, that's phenomenal. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. That does nothing for me. What do you you mean want to do, do ping pong? You want to do, you wanna do uh, tennis? See, you want to do racquetball, pickleball, anything like that? Because you set yourself up to be this way. Challenge these guys. Like, let's do a three. I challenge Carlin to a to a to a weight off. Let's go. Let's see who loses the most weight. Challenge, and he and he has a lot more to lose than me. Challenge Don to a three mile run. Peter, a I would. I, I I a three mile run. It would be the end of me. Yeah, you could get that done about a three mile minutes. run. Three mile run. That's no, nothing. I don't. <laughs> challenge a three Don mile to, run. You'd you you'd you you'd have two less hosts at the station. Your top five would be a lot easier to choose from. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, no, I, you know what? You've you've lost me here. Let's go to Spike in St. Petersburg. Good morning, Spike. I, I apologize yet to hear Ty do that. That's okay. It's understandable. Remember, he's under your wing still. Here's what I've done. Uh, I re really rethought everything from yesterday morning and reevaluated. I said between you and Colin, it was too close to call, and you hung up on me. Just yeah, I was annoyed at you. Sorry. And I'm still no, annoyed at you. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. So I rethought it. Under, under, you know, I'm, I'm a senior citizen, and I rethought it, and I spent the night up watching and listening don't hide to old behind your age. Don't, don't hide behind your age. Just give me the I'm truth. Not, you think Carlin's better than me. If you, I never said Colin was better than you. This is what you do to alienate people. Listen to me out. The thing is, I said it's very, very close. And you said get off that thing and make a decision. So I listened extensively 
do a lot of, of your productive work, and it's fantastic. And I brought in some independent arbitrators, the people that uh, did the hanging chads to separate this, the Ali Dar affirmed race to separate it. And under the scrutiny of the world's strongest magnifying glass, I've come up with an answer. And since you're going on vacation, I would like to give you my final answer. Are you prepared? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm prepared. Go ahead. Okay. After all, mulling all this information, redigesting it, I've come up that you are the best host at the station. Thank you. Thank you. You've okay. come to a moment now of take, clarity, Spike. Take, Thank you. Take my suggestion and take the boys where I told you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Spike. Uh, that's great stuff. He had a moment of clarity. He realized where the bread is buttered, and he, he went with me. All right, Ty. Uh, are you ready here? I'm very disappointed in you, by the way. Why? Why so? Because you're afraid of calling these guys out. I, I just want you to be more forceful. You you deserve respect, so you should start calling them out and say, "Listen, why do you call them out? I don't have to chirp. Let's let's just take it to the court. Let's take it to the field. We can play and see who's more athletic. Let's do it that way." But you're going to continue to be made fun of because you you're not handling. Make it fun of me. Way. That's fine. I, I I do not care. You should care. I do not care. I think it shows a, a lack. They're, they're obviously compensating for something within their own lives that they continue to make fun of me. I, I think you should care. You can't outrun me, so you can't call me fat. You can't. Yeah, but I think that I I, I, I I don't know that Michael could outrun me, but I'm sure that, I mean, guys on my show could outrun me. Peter could have probably outrun me. One-on-one oh, -on -one in basketball, three-point shoot. I think One-on-one -on -one in more, basketball. I, I more head-to-head -head events here at the station. I, I think that would be fun. If we did like a, we we should do like a show, a, a station Olympics. Exactly, we should. Right we should now, a station Olympics. We should do that. Oh, how good would that be? That would be great. The javelin. <laughs> it would be so fun. I you ever see this? This video too. is incredible. I don't think anyone at the station can beat me one on one in basketball. But go ahead. You're ready. You don't think Canty beats you one on one in basketball? In, ba in basketball? Canty? No. no. He's are got you, a bad back. Are you? Are you out of your mind? Canty's. Uh, He's six eight. He had back surgery like three three years ago. He would back you down and dunk on your head. Using what? And you know what? I think Rick would have a good chance no. to beat in basketball. No, we could play for money too. I, I'd rather These, do that. You? Oh. God, basketball? I could beat them in basketball. One on one. Are you out of your mind? That's my lane. You man. don't think Larry beats you in basketball? No, it's too slow. Too slow. I mean, look at you. Not a, not a single. I think Gunling person. could beat you in basketball. He'd be a challenge just because he's of a his good player. Lane, his length, and you could tell he's got some footwork. But and I, I think he's a good player. I don't. I don't think anyone here at the station's beat me one on one in ball. I would bet happening. so much money on Canty and Rick. As Let's well. do it. We could set it up, man. Let's make it. I'd happen. love that. We should have the and this and this is marketing and the sales have just uh, really, really dropped the ball. And we have to do, have some kind of Olympics. By the way, David John tweets me: "You're a real crybaby." However, you are clearly the best host on ESPN. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's right with both. Maybe he's right You're with both. All right, we got a break. I mean, people are tuning in like, "Where's Stump Rothenberg?" And it's not here at the moment. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, <laughs> not very popular kid. But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. All right, we'll see if you have any success. Uh, hasn't been a lot so far. Uh, Stump Rothman brought to you by the law offices of the great Andrew M. Cohen and also brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Before we start, Ty, uh, our record stands where? We are at 191 and 42, so you got a chance today to get to the 200. We can get over the 200 mark. Uh, you know how it works, right? Question about anything. Hopefully you've screened some good ones. If you beat me, and you will, somebody will, will slip one past the goalie. You can hang on the line and, and go for round two, which is where did this guy go to college? No one, no one has successfully gotten through round one and round two in the history of the show. All right, what, what are you thinking? You think dominance today? You think a little slow today? How you feel? I don't know. You're you're up to 232 pounds. I feel like that's going to plague you somehow. But you know what? I, I'm sick of you doing this. <laughs> All right, I'm sick of you doing this. Got to get back I'm, down to 190. Let's see. Let's start. Let's go. Jerk. Let's go to – if these are not screened beautifully, <laughs> you are going to be abused. Zach in Newark. Zach, you're on 98.7. Stump Rothenberg. Welcome, Zach. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Big fan. Uh, all right, so there's only been one team in the history of the NFL that has retired two of the same jersey numbers. What team is it? What's the number? And bonus if you could name the players. Packers have had a lot. Who the Packers had? Favre. I know they had um, Bart Starr. Um, gosh. I don't think it's the Packers. I don't believe so. Well, could it be Jan Stenerud? But I don't. I don't think he's retired with the Packers. Um, gosh, this is a good question. I, I thought this one would be a given. I'm not going to lie. Really? You thought this was going to be cake, huh? Ty, do you have any idea of this question? Now, use what he just said as a hint. That's all I'm going to say. How about my Giants? It is the Giants. Yeah, how about Yelberton Abraham Tittle and also oh. Ward Cuff? No. That's it. How about that? that? That's some pull from you, my friend. Well, I was I was going through the, the league. I, I didn't start thinking about the Giants. That, that's, that surprised me. I thought you would get that one right. No, away. I didn't even start thinking about the Giants. All right, how about that? That's a good one. All right, that's one and oh. That was sensational. You just saw you saw the wheels in motion there is what you saw. I did. We also see the sweat glands opening up. Let's go that for was two not, that was, You know what? That's good for weight loss, though. Let's go to uh, everyone's favorite, Sal and Duchess. Good morning, Sal. Thank you, guys. Good morning. Quick two cents. Uh, on Ty's behalf, I, if Billy Crystal could hit a, a foul ball, I know it was, uh, you know, practice, uh, not practice, but spring training, if he could hit it at 60, I think Ty has a shot. I find that un- unlikely, but go ahead. Off the grom, I, very unlikely. Go ahead. What do okay. we got? <laughs> All right. Um, in the end, this is an NBA question. Yeah. Do you have the right answer? I feel like you, you, you give misinformation sometimes, Sal. So. Uh, well, I, I mean, I have people look it up. But All right. What do you, what do you it, got? Go ahead. Okay. All right. Today, in the NBA, who, who's, there's two players that have done this. Who's the second? Um, Giannis just did it. Oh God! He's yeah. the second player to get thirty points in a game in a final. Who was the first? To... He had. Wait, three... Hang on, hang on a second. Let me let me take. You this, just this. asked me. There's one other player to have scored thirty points in an NBA nervous. finals we, game. We discussed this. Sal got nervous. All right. Okay. So Giannis just became the second player in NBA history to score forty points three times in the finals and route to winning a championship. Okay. So who was the first player to do that? Giannis just did it. 40 in game two, 40 in game three, and then 40 in game six. No, okay. 50 in game six. Um, I think hmm. you should get this. You think I should get this? Yeah, this was kind of all over the broadcast. Yeah. I know if Rick was there, he would have said, "You want, you give him the year. Yeah, the, the year would certainly the year, help. Yeah, but the year would be. No, 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 the year would give it away. No, the year would give it away. Yeah, on this one it would. Is it Shaq? Yes, it is. Two and An auspicious beginning to it, but uh, <laughs> what do you mean inauspicious? Well, just the way the question was asked. I mean, it was a little <laughs> sloppy. So, so wait a second. What was the action? He asked me name. <laughs> there's two guys that have scored thirty points in the in the history of the NBA Finals. <laughs> That's what he asked me. <laughs> and he was looking for the two guys that have scored 
40 or more for three times in a single NBA Finals, correct? Yeah, not great. And it was his question. And we rehearsed it. Oh my <laughs> it took God. us like 10 when, minutes. When he, when he calls it, and do, do you say, all right, let's do it again, Sal. Let's try it again. I say, Sal, no, no, I need Sal, that's different. not great. Let's do it again, Sal. I say, Sal, the first thing I say to him, I love Sal. He's a sweetheart. I say, listen, my man, I, I need something good today. And he comes with his confidence, but then he gets nervous. I, I, Sal's, he's a good guy. I'm, he's I'm glad a we're great man. He is. Let's go to Cullum in the Bronx, another great man. Cullum, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Dave, good morning. When you're at the top of the mountain of of this radio station, everybody's going to fling arrows at you, so just take it. That's right. That's what people do to people at the top. Go ahead. What do you got, Cullum? So what NBA player has missed the most free throws in a single NBA game? Bonus if you get the number of how many they missed. So most free throws in a single game? Most missed free throws in one game. I, I know Wilt is up there, but I don't think it's Wilt. I know DeAndre Jordan is up there, but I'm not sure if that's the right answer either. And I'm, I think that Andre Drummond also had like a just a horrendous performance at some at some point. Shaq's got to be up there. Ty, you probably know this, don't you? You're the NBA guy here. I, I actually got this one wrong. At first, but then I remembered. I don't know why I think it's Andre Drummond. So I'm going to go with Andre Drummond's final answer. Yep, you are right, Dave. That's 3-0, Ty. That, that, my friend, is 3-0. 3-0, baby. Yeah, you're wowed. Uh, Walker, Mawa, Stump Rothenberg, go. Dave, New York Mets. Okay. What player has hit the most home runs at City Field. All right, so City Field. So now I got to think. Last a decade. Um, Most home runs at City Field. Either right. Two thousand nine, I think, City Field, right? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with David Wright, but I don't think it's correct. Incorrect. It is Lucas Duda. How about that? Yeah, I would have never gotten that one. All right, good job by you. Put him on hold, because Walker has a chance. There's a gleam. Let's go to uh, Shepherd, Long Island. Good morning, Shepherd. Good morning. Um, other than the Beatles, uh, there are only two uh, music acts that had a number one hit with a song written by the Beatles. One was Elton John with his version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. What is the other? So they wrote it, but they didn't perform it, correct? Number one, it could have been a cover or it could have been written for them, but just a song written by, by members of the Beatles. I'm going to say 
the stones will be my guess. Incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect. What's the answer? Uh, Peter and Gordon, the song was called A World Without Love, 1954. Wow. That's, oof, that's some question. All right, put him on hold. He'll, he'll, he'll participate in round two. We have some whoppers today, huh? They call that respect, man. Uh, what are we? We're three and two. We're three and two, buddy. These are these are some kind of questions. All right, and we are back. Round two, Stump Rothenberg. Where are we tie three and two so far through yeah, five? Very disappointing, three and two. Are you? I'm I, sorry. I would say my favorite point of you know my favorite moment of that last segment was those. There's two players that have done this. Who's the second? Um, Giannis just did it. Oh, God. He's yeah. the second player to get 30 points in a game in a final. Who was the first? The old God is my favorite player. That 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 because I knew that he was walking down a road that he was never going to recover from, and and I was right. He he did not. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six at three and two. We finish round one, and we'll hit round two in a moment. Dwayne in Jersey. Good morning, Dwayne. You're on Stump Rothenberg. All right. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. This is our sitcom trivia. Okay. In the hit show Family Matters, the hit show Family Matters, what sitcom was that a spinoff of? I think Perfect Strangers. Wow. Yeah. Without hesitation, you got Without it. hesitation. Yeah. And, and Balky Bartokamus and Cousin Larry uh, from Perfect Strangers. There you go. Uh, all right. That's four and two. So I get, no, I get no love, no credit for that from you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, you, if I get it wrong, you pop on and you destroy me. I get it right. And you, it's, You're four it's, it's and two. Let's not, let's not go crazy. Ed in Jersey. Good morning, Ed. You're next up. Good morning, Dave. Baseball. Yeah. Who was the first designated hitter in postseason history? Because... And we're talking about American and National League, right? Yes. Because I think Dan Dreesen was the first National League player to be a DH. But I, he can't be the first. Can he be? He can't be. I know that he's the first one in the National League. Can it be dangerous? I don't, it's got to be an American League guy. But I can't think of who that would be. But I don't see how it could be Dreesen because American League had it first. Uh, you know, I can't think of anybody else. So I'm going to go with Dan Dreesen, but I'm not sure that that's right. Nope. Tommy Davis in Game One of the 1973 ALCS. Right, Baltimore three. Orioles. Put, put him on hold. We'll, he's going to get involved. Did you just hang up on him? Yeah. That's a great job by you. Well, I mean, we're not going to have time to get to him anyway. Well, we would have had time for for the round two of the, uh, the four and, the, four and go three. To college let's let's get through this. Four and three. All right, four and three. You ready for the uh, for round two? Let's do it. All right. So who who stumped me round one? Walker and Mawa did correct. He did. All right, Walker and Mawa to be the first one to ever win the daily double in Stump Rothenberg. Where did this guy, what guy, go to college? NBA champion Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam? Now, my first thought was he didn't go, but then I think, and I think he went, I think he went to. Aggies. I think it's the Aggies, so I think it's New Mexico State. Correct. Yeah. Oh! Did you hear the, the defeat in his voice there, Ty? The streak is alive, baby. Correct. Now, Shepard also got me, didn't he? He did. Shepard? Okay. Uh, NFL, William Morrell. <laughs> who is William Morrell? He, he is Tight a, end. He is a who? He played tight end. Ty, are you allowing this? Uh, uh, William Morrell can you? walk into the studio right now. I, I would think he's the janitor. 
All you right. need the team? No, I don't. I, we're not. We're not. We're not including Will. If, if no one has ever heard that this man exists, <laughs> it does. It doesn't count. Shepard, I'm going to put you back on hold. You're going to think of a legitimate one, and we're going to come back to you. Ty, you're totally on my side in this, right? Yeah, that, that was a rough one. William Morrell. He might have well made the name up. Dave and Queen. <laughs> Dave, what college? Go. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sponsors. And um, Kurt Nymphius. Who? Kurt Nymphius, NBA. Solid player. For, uh, yeah, I remember him. Well, That's a legitimate player. 48 pick, yeah. Uh... I think he went to Arizona State. And yeah, I you got believe he played I'll get the, you next week on something. Thank you. Spurs. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Six Kurt and three. That's a, that, if, if he didn't just mention Kurt Nymphius, I would have never thought of that name in the rest of For my the rest life. Of life. <laughs> the, re- the rest of my life. You want to give um, Shepard one last chance? Shepard, we're going to give you another try. You're back up. I, I want to call foul because you've never oh, heard of it. Forget it. Forget. Forget it. Forget it. You know what? You're done. Yeah. Let's just move. Let's on. Just hang up on here. Right. Uh, let's go. Fool. Let's go quickly here. Yeah. Got a lot to get to on the top of the hour. We're going to go with the NBA Finals edition of this. Uh, oh, I like that. Rapid fire. Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne, who many people believed was the the better point guard, uh, by the end of the NBA Finals. Uh, I believe he's a um, a Murray State. Graduate. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Kiss that. Kiss that right off the backboard. 1-0, my friend. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Now, I have actually gotten this one wrong in the past, but because of my mistake in the past when people have asked me, I've studied up, and I do, in fact, know uh, Chris Middleton now. Would you like me to tell you that he went to Texas A&M? I would, sure, I would love for you to tell yeah, me that Yeah, well, I'll tell you Texas A&M. A&M. There you go. I actually, that's the one that I had to, to learn on my own. You had to learn it. Yeah. It's funny how those things happen. All right, uh, Pat Connaughton. Notre Dame. That was pretty Mikael Bridges. Now, this is an interesting one. It's a tough one. Well, I'll tell you why it's interesting. Because I always get confused between Mikael Bridges and what's the one on the Hornets? The other Bridges. Uh, the the other Bridges. This, I believe, is the Villanova, and the other Miles is Michigan State. I believe. Do you want to get nice? Now, I could give you two correct answers for this. Even though you gave me a bonus, I'll just give you one. You're, you're correct. One. So Miles Bridges, yes, you're, you're right about that one as well. And lastly, the backup point guard for the Bucks, it is Jeff Teague. Jeffrey Teague. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Teague. Who Jeffrey many Knicks DeMarco fans? Teague. Jeffrey, what would you say? Jeffrey DeMarco Teague. Uh, he was the starting point guard for the Demon Deacons of One Wake wow, Forest University. Look at you, five and zero. Oh, Anything else? else? That Anything us, else? That's it. That brings us to 11-3 and three on the afternoon. You, my friend, are officially above the 200-win mark. Let's oh, do math on the fly. You, you want go. me to give a speech or anything? No. So no. you're at 202 and 45 going into that. next week. And that is Stump Rothenberg, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Place your parlays, your props, your future bets at the King of all sports books and get the app today. And Stump Rothenberg also brought to you by the law offices of Andrew M. Cohen. I mean, if you are in need of legal advice and you're in some kind of a trouble, you need a, a settlement ticket, right? I mean, you, you need a will to be done. Divorce is happening. This is where you go. Whether the issue is simple or complex, the law office of Andrew M. Cohen can help you achieve your needs through very careful legal planning. Call 516-877-0595 or visit amcohenlaw.com. You have any idea, Ty, what the M stands for in Andrew M. Cohen? Mercury. No. Millhouse. Wow. Millhouse. Andrew M. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com.